Hi, this is Lilia with the Help Yourself podcast. And today I have with me Jacqueline Turner, who is the author of this book, Emmanuel and Me. Jacqueline is a, a medium, spiritual medium. And I'm going to actually find out a lot about Jackie right now because I've got so many questions to ask. Jackie, thank you so much for coming on the Help Yourself podcast. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so looking forward to this this morning. Great. Now, I, my friend Helen, or our friend Helen, yeah. was at your book launch in the Corinthian on Thursday night, and she brought me back a copy. So I have managed to get halfway through this and talk about the right book falling into the right hands at the right time, as if we didn't know that that's what happens. Oh, um, excellent. It was, it's been very, very helpful for me, but it's also, um, apart from the content being really valuable for me right now, I'm fascinated as to how, I mean, this is a channeling. This is your, now, you just correct me on this because you actually go on and ask him, are you my guardian angel? And he says, (laughs) no. Are you an angel? No. Are you my spirit guide? Yes, we were connected before birth into this lifetime child. He calls you child. He does a lot, yes. Uh So you've got somebody from the other side, the invisible, talking to you (laughs) (laughs) and giving you phenomenally powerful and essential information for this time on planet Earth. How did that start? Oh, it's been such an amazing um, experience, to be honest. So it actually started way back in around about 2004. I went to a book signing um, and it was with another author who had written a book about how to talk to your angels. And in that was um, a way to, a teaching of how to write and channel with your angels or spirit or however you would like to perceive that. And so I started a little journaling journey for myself but I was always asking my own questions or for my own guidance as we do just like we pick oracle cards what do I need to know today and I found that when I asked I got my answer and then it was always signed off Emmanuel and years and years passed with me doing this and hundreds of little journals and now I feel very selfish to the point that I actually never took the time to ask him who he was and through um, the lockdown the first the very first lockdown I started doing a meditation practice daily meditation practice and I was doing a lot of one-to-one spiritual readings at the time as well so I think I was really highly tuned in the nice high vibe energy and I clearly got this calling that I heard like I need you to do this for me and it was so clear and I knew what it was that I was like okay I didn't doubt it or question it. I was just like, okay, what is it that you need me to do? And initially I thought it was going to be a collaboration of all the little journals <clears throat> that I had written or, or I would be writing a book about how to channel that information. But how wrong was I really? Because once, <laughs> once I actually started and sat down and, and started the, the conversation between myself and Emmanuel, the story and the wisdom that, that comes through that is just amazing. So I'm really, truly blessed to have had this experience. And obviously now it's in this, this little book for, to share, to share with others. Yes, and I think, you know, it's very easy to read because it's almost like it's like a play almost. It's a dialogue, isn't it? Which mm-hmm. And you're asking a lot of the questions that 
I would be asking of. But just before we go on to the actual message of the book, um, so how do you get that? Is it just like a voice in your head? Um, I think when I'm working with spirit anyway, I work very much unknowingly. But when I had the calling from him, I clearly heard the voice. It was like, I need you to do this for me. I need you to write a book. And then I just sat down and, okay, what do you want me to say? And there I was at my laptop, just knowing the words, just typing the words, and they just sort of flew, flowed through me. Um, so you just had a conversation with him and then you, and wrote it down? Yeah. And then I, I feel as if a bit, I felt a bit like a spiritual reporter because there's a lot of information that, so I asked and received information and then I went away to research that information to, and then validated it and was like, oh, wow, that really yes. is, a, that really is a place. And that really would have happened at the time he's talking about. And then brought that back to, okay, I've checked that out. What do you want to tell me next? And so there was a lot of research around the information that he gave me as well, just to, to be, well, just to validate for my own um, purpose, I think, as well as the readers. But yeah, it was just an amazing, a really amazing experience. Yeah, and I think that's, even although we say we trust and we're spiritual and all that kind of stuff, we still are pretty, like, say it again, say it louder. <laughs> Absolutely. I saw a brilliant meme that said, universe, <laughs> could you give me a signy or sign? <laughs> and how did you have people been skeptical that good old scottish yeah, word absolutely what do these i mean what kind of stupid things do people say um so far too too much skeptical uh, questions but i think really you have to for you to be reading this book you have to be open-minded and spiritually minded and then the words will resonate with you if this is something that doesn't hold an interest in your heart it's not going to engage with you so I think a good open-hearted and spiritual minded person is the best person to be drawn into the essence of the book and um, one of my favorite sections of the book talking about validation was that when I started my spiritual journey in 2004 I went to a spiritual drawing art class and I drew and it was to draw a picture of your spirit guide and I drew this picture that I knew was Emmanuel and as I was saying that I was doing a lot of validation for the book I decided that I would try and find another spirit guide artist to actually try and make that connection and do the drawing and obviously with these things um, there's no guarantees on anything but I spent a lot of time looking at different artists and I fell upon um, Fengal Greenlaw who runs the Wellness Found in London and I loved the way his spirit guide drawings were so I booked a session with him he didn't know who I was he didn't know why I was obviously having the session but we made this connection and it was such an amazing connection so Basically, he is just interviewing me, talking to me like we are just now, and he's receiving the information and drawing at the same time. And I knew straight away because as he was drawing and giving me information for the sitting, he was giving me the words that I had already written from Emmanuel for the book. Like he was repeating the words that I had already written. 
and drawn this picture. So it wasn't till the end of the session that he actually closed the session and then he shows you, turns it around and shows you the picture. Well, I am literally just about fell off my seat because it's almost the same picture. But yes, drawn, I read that bit. Yes. Yeah. But and drawn, the pictures are the same. It's same, essentially, but 16 drawn 16 years apart. So again, <laughs> it was like the validation in that of how is that even possible? And with the words that he'd already, I had already written. Um, and then obviously I could show him the picture that I already had. So we were both like, wow, that's amazing. And it was just a huge um, moment of real trust and real validation again, that the information that you're receiving is correct. And, you know, this is the guy that you're working with at the moment. So that was a very powerful moment for the book, I think. Yeah, because you need to be, you need a lot of evidence so that you're absolutely, it goes from even belief to a, a knowing that um, there is there's yeah. a, there is another level of, inf whatever you want to call it, dimension. That's almost like now at this stage, we are now starting to be able to connect through the veil and our perception of death is, is yeah, you leave the body, but your energy moves into whatever, right? But now in, at this time and consciousness, we can actually um, hear, see, feel, perceive um, the other side of the veil, which I think is hugely exciting because since the two things that really terrify, I work with people who are, have been told they're incurable or terminal, primarily, not only, but primarily, um, the two biggest stressors are one, time, and two, death. Mm -hmm. And our narrative around that it turns out it's been very linear and very not true. <laughs> when you go into that kind of quantum ethereal world and realise that the, everything can be bent <laughs> and twisted, then um, it becomes, I believe anyway, a phenomenal relief that we can stop worrying about time and people dying. I mean, I've always said the Heal Scotland movement's not about not dying, it's about not suffering. And if this book can help relieve people from the emotional mm -hmm. suffering that is, that is the real pandemic right now, where people are so anxious and so worried, and, and some people are getting sick, there's absolutely no doubt about that, not just the COVID, but with a whole load of other horrible diseases as well. It's how do we navigate and manage that until we cross the veil? That's always the interesting thing. So that kind of dovetails into you being a, a spiritual medium. Tell me how that works. Um, so I started at a young age, I could um, almost hear people talking to me and feel a sense when there was someone around me. But at that time, I couldn't actually see. Um, so I was quite frightened of it. it not frightened as in I, they were scaring me, but because I didn't understand what was going on as a child, I kind of managed to shut that off, if you like. And it was years later after um, I really started going into doing Reiki and angel healing and working with energies um, that that side of my interest seemed to re-spark and re reopen again. So I went along to a spiritualist church um, to learn how to develop mediumship skills, basically. And I'd done that for quite a lot of years. 
And it's really just learning how to listen, primarily listen, I think, switch off and listen and feel the words and feel the energy of your loved ones or your spirit guides or angels or however you want to perceive that coming in and around you. And it's been a really lovely journey. So although I was at um, Development Circle, I'd done that for about six or seven years. And I had practiced readings with people in my circle, but I had never actually been brave enough to do a reading <laughs> for anyone else out with that group. And then during the lockdown, again, I've just felt that I had a lot of time. Well, we all had a lot of time and I just felt that I wanted to do something to help because people were needing reassurance. And so I joined a forum that you could offer free readings and I started doing that and I connected with people all over the world. I think the first, one of the first sessions that I offered was for a lady in Seattle, Washington. And that just blew my mind as well like how does that person in Seattle Washington that I have never met spirit person know to come to me at seven o'clock on a Monday night it just unfolded <laughs> this amazing and it's really just offering the sessions and things have has gone on um from there but it's really it can heal her I I think making that connection with your loved ones it can heal your heart and just knowing that they're okay and they just want you to be okay um, is just such a lovely, lovely experience. Absolutely. It's a total gift. You know, after my mum died, I got a message from a friend of mine who does a bit of, you know, um, mediumship. And it was my mum to say, thanks for everything you've done. Sorry it taken her so long to get the message that she was she'd arrived safe and sound yeah. on the other side. And, you know, the pain in my heart literally lifted yeah. when I got, I mean, I was crying my eyes out, but it was really Absolutely. was a gift um, to get because, again, it's conceptually we can talk about these things, but unless you actually have had an experience of, of whatever is after this, then or, um, it can be very difficult to truly believe when the chips are down and that's really when you need to have your strongest faith, isn't it? Absolutely. So, so if people that are listening want a session with you, how do they, how does that work? How would they get one? How'd they book? Um, so I have a webpage, jackturner.com, um, that you can find and all the speeding sessions are on there and you can just click to book a session with me and then we schedule a time to come on to a Zoom call. And yeah, so I'd love to connect with you. Great, I will um, share the link, obviously. So, so said just now while we are talking, do you have any voices uh, talking to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's not how that's it funny. works. No, um, no I, I, I'm sure most mediums work the same, but you choose your time when you're ready to work and you're open and inviting that session. But you do have you know, the choice to close that down so that you're just going through your normal day. I think if you were open all the time, you'd be so exhausted yes. um, because you would be receiving that that energy. And I think it's best to conserve, conserve that energy so that when you are connecting with someone to for a session, they are getting the best of you and the best from their spirit, lo spirit loved ones as well. So, yeah, yeah, because there's an element of electricity involved, isn't there? 
you know, and that's what we have to kind of calibrate and literally tune in to be able to get on this frequency that they're on in. So does it tire you? Or does it energize um, you? Or? Um, when it, so I have to raise my vibration and then spirit lower theirs yes. to make that connection. Um, I found that when I was first starting to work in that energy, yes, I did find it quite tiring because you're not used to holding that space. But the more you do it, the more obviously you get used to it, it's just like everything else. And then the longer you can hold the energy for. Um, in the right, in some of Emmanuel's writings in the book, he shares that um, with all the change in vibration and everything, spirit are want they're wanting to move closer so that it is easier for all of us to be able to touch into your guides, your angels, your spirit lo loved ones to make that communication easier. Um, and it's all about listening and taking the time to listen. So there's a lovely little section that he shares with how he would like all of us to be able to have more communication with our guides. Yeah, I've just been, that's just what I was reading actually this morning. I, I sat out at the farm with my coffee and my hot water bottle and I took the book and just, um, and that was the part that I was reading, um, which I think, um, what was the name of the book that, the, that you took the, 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 your writing from? Because you were asking, are, are you there? Can you hear me? But again, you, the, I think that again, the big message that, you, that come, came through for me was, patience keep doing it and listen so you need to be patient in order to get the answers I suppose yeah yeah take your time um the original book signing that I went to was a book called in um talk with your angels angel speak and it was by a lady called Trudy Griswold quite an old book now but the teachings in that were very good very um good and very easy to follow. And I, I sort of followed that direction initially. And that's how I started channeling and writing my spirit myself. Um, but I do think it's making time to be quiet, like really quiet and just even five or 10 minutes a day, just listening to the sounds, even just sitting outside and listening to the sounds of the wind, the birds, the, you know, um, the trees blowing and and just starting to really listen yeah. is the key ah, and that's how we kind of literally change the brain frequencies we get the heart and the brain into coherence and that's literally when we can hear isn't it that because it is a very much an inside job that nobody else can do for us no, there's no magic pill there are some plants i think that can help you to get to that state mm -hmm. but the, the reality is on a day-to-day -day basis, we have the power to connect in should we choose. And like you, you know, you can sit in a conscious conversation, you can go to your book launch, you can do mm -hmm. all these other things, but then you take yourself back and tune in to get the information that you need. Yeah. Now, is there, a, is there something that, is there a common theme of what people are looking for when they come to you? Um. No, I find that with each session, it can be totally different, um, to be honest. Um, what I would say when you are having a session is, is the, best, the best way to get the best possible session is just to arrive with an open heart and mind and try not and focus too much on 
who you want to connect with or what you want the answer to because sometimes that you know that need for just for example I really want my mum to do I really want my mum to do sometimes you are then closing your heart to that energy so that we actually can't make that connection for you so the best way is just to arrive let's just see what happens and then generally that is when you will get the best message without the focus um but obviously that's a difficult one because people want to connect with their loved ones they want to hear that their mum's got their okay or their dad's passed okay but yeah try not to focus on that can block the energy so it's about expectation level as well isn't it yeah you know we just allowing I think just allowing and sometimes it is your um it could be a family member or a friend that you least expect Mm -hmm. to come through can sometimes actually come through with the best message that you could ever imagine and I find that a lot of people are like I would I can't believe that person came through. I can't believe that message. But yeah, expect the unexpected. It's really interesting. Fantastic. And do you still go to the church? Is there a spiritualist Um, church? um, Not so much um, now, but I still take part in a development group for my own continued development because I don't think we ever stop learning. So um, I do... um, I'll take part in a mentorship scheme for myself yes mm-hmm. fantastic and so I mean I just think this book is critical for now for people I think it's very easy to understand and digest so what's your kind of goal for this have you been given has Emmanuel given you any direction as to how to get this into people the people's hands that are ready and open and willing um, so we've been out doing a few um, little book launch sessions. Um, I'm going to be planning a few more of those. Um, it is available to order on Amazon just now under Emmanuel and me. Um, and really just taking it, taking it out and hopefully people who will read it or maybe read a review or recommend it to a friend as well. And I'd really like, I think for Emmanuel, he says he wants the words in this to be shared. So I would really like the people that are reading it to then share the words with their friends. And, you know, that's how that expansion will happen. Yeah. And I think the other thing that, you know, given the madness of what's been going on in the last couple of years, it's clear at the start, it's, um, it talks about, um, you know, that all humans have a, a guide or a guardian angel, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think there are probably a lot of people right now thinking, well, I don't have one. <laughs> and if I do, where are they? And where are they with the great advice? Um, I know. <laughs> so can you just talk to that a little bit? Does everyone so, have one? And are some so better than others? <laughs> <laughs> so from my understanding from Emmanuel's teachings, we all have a guide that, that comes with us from the and stays with us from the day we are born till the day that we die and they are not here to you know answer every question and and everything that we need but they are here to give us gentle nudges we of course have our own free will and can make terrible life choices that essentially we do learn from them they would they wouldn't stand in the way of us making our own and learning from our mistakes We also have other guides um, that come in and out of our lives. 
for different situations and, and at, at different times in our lives when we need them, um, such as angels, our own ancestors. Um, often a spirit guide that's assigned to you could be someone that you have a family connection with um, or a connection in his, a past life with. But he does say that, you know, your guides can only work with you if they are invited to do so. So if we never actually speak to them or talk to them or invite them to work with us, then essentially they won't. Mm -hmm. So my advice today would be find a quiet moment and just say hello, you know, hi, whoever you are, my guide for, that's working with me. I'd like to get to know you better and, and then try maybe start doing some quiet listening or meditation and invite them to come to come forward. You're not suddenly going to see someone standing in your bedroom or anything, but you will get a sense. You will start to get a sense or a color or just a feeling that you know that someone's with you. And, and then you'll just build on that from there. And that'd be very comforting, I think, particularly for the people that have been isolated either through their own volition or whether they've been forced to awaken Absolutely. people by the government. It's um, it's a very interesting time. And you said that sometimes other guides come in. Why would that, why would they come in? Um, sometimes um, we need a certain person, just like at sometimes you might need something in your life. Like if you're going to decorate your bedroom, you need a decorator. If you need a you've got sore tooth, you need a dentist. It's a bit like that, but in the spiritual mm -hmm. realm, sometimes we need a guide for a specific journey or a specific experience that we're about to go through, in which case it'll be a different person that'll mentor us through that. And then they'll they'll move on again once, once we've experienced what we need to learn from. Cool, that is so nice. Well, listen, thank you so much. That's, I'm really delighted that Helen, um, introduced me as I say very often anybody that's watching this and thinking right okay it's not too much to read because I think we're also is it available in audio yet yet it's not available in audio yet but it's available on paperback and a kindle version as well right brilliant brilliant and I will put the links um and I take it that any events or, or book signings that you're having will be on your site will they Yes, uh, we've just had two recently and we're just away to list um, a third one. So I will get the details of that um, added to the website as soon as I possibly can. Okay, fantastic. Well, well done you. And thank you for bringing Emmanuel's wonderful <laughs> um, information to the masses. Thank you very, very much for having me. I'm so glad that you enjoyed reading the book and... Um, and thank you for sharing. Thank you very Not much. And hopefully I'll get to meet you in person really soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Lila. It was lovely to meet you today. Cheers, Jack. Bye. Bye.